Rachel, sit down, Mom. I got a story to tell you. Oh. Delicious, professional wrestler extraordinaire. You will never ever forget the time you got some VV. The Mullinsons podcast on rambling, ram, randomness. What? Let me see editing later. I just don't understand how those two actions got put together. Podcast of rambling randomness. And it is episode We interrupt this program for a special programs. Programs. Hi, Maul. Hi, Z. How, How you are doing? You? I hate this. I don't have my setup normally. I usually have my... Well, why not? <laughs> because I brought the old lady's laptop today instead of my whole setup with my DJ program and all that other crap on it. I should really load it up on her. I did buy the fucking thing. Anyway, uh, it's episode 110. Yes. Good Friday to you. Oh, it's not good Friday. Okay. No, it's good Friday. Good Friday, though. Today okay. being Friday. Good. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm me. He's Zane. That's mate. And uh, I'm Mole, and this, to the right, again, in the studio, thank you for braving the fucking 45-minute ride from Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Yes. (laughs) Or by way of Climax, New York. We're going to go Climax? Okay. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Right next to the prize, you know. Yeah. Well, it's (laughs) near Blue Balls. Near Blue Balls. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You have to go through Blue Balls to get to Intercourse. Yes. Okay. So... If you can't tell, this sexy voice is Mr. Vic Delicious. Yeah, Vic Delicious Once again, live in studio. Again. Thank you so much for having oh, me. Oh, thank you for coming out, man. This is great. I, I, Z if is you haven't gotten got a chance em. to hear episode 109.5, yeah. <laughs> it's a head scratcher. It is. Please go back and take a listen yes. to that because I enjoyed it thoroughly. It is, it is a nice sit a down head scratcher. It's a head scratcher. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a deep thoughter. It is. Yeah. It'll make you think. Unfortunately, you guys got stuck with like a whole mind dump from me. <laughs> so just kind of came out. Just yeah. <laughs> it was good. because I just enjoyed listening to it. You know, yeah. I, I can't, I, I don't dig into it too deeply one side or the other. Every man's opinion is his own. So just being able to listen to it and go, that was really enjoyable. <laughs> I really yeah, liked listening cool. to that. Well, that's cool, man. I and, and then I, of course, had to go ahead and check out the fall of Cabal <laughs> and find out a couple other things. But that's, oh, yeah. that's you know, that was the my bottom, own fun. The bottom line is that we can't do anything about it, right? Right. There's a, the, uh, us, us regular people, we're pretty, pretty helpless here. I know that I'm not involved in a child sex pedophile ring, so I really... My hands are clean of this, right? Which is what I also think the whole washing your hands thing is. I think it's a symbolism for all of us that we're washing our hands of this terrible, terrible evilness. That's a good, good way to put it. Um, <laughs> I, at this point, I'm just like, all right, well, let's just let it all happen because there's way too much other shit going on for it to be. And it's it's since we've last spoken, there's mm-hmm. so much more that's that's come out. And this was only like on. three days ago, so uh, this is <laughs> the the stuff with Ellen is so weird. Um, do you know any? Did you see? Any I've of that? been seeing her pop up, but I haven't really paid attention because I don't it's really. Just so weird. I thought she was just another one of them Twitter fuckers that keep. Nah, they're all like house, signaling yeah. each other with these fucking videos. So when you see these celebrities that are posting these Twitter videos, it's because they're all there's hidden messages in all of them, and the one with Ellen where she's playing cards. Right. See, I have a hard time <laughs> understanding the Twitter in general. 
I can never follow a damn story for the life of me. Yeah. Like I always like I'm like mole. What what does this mean? He's like Zane. You got to follow the thread, and then like the thread's like three pages long, and I'm, I'm like, like I, I can't follow. This I can't thread. follow this thread. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But I get bits and pieces of things. He so, does. You know, he gets it's, like, sound it's like me and fishing. I know the process, but I still don't comprehend how you actually tie the line. Really. <laughs> <laughs> That's the so disconnect. If that, line gets the disconnect, the, yeah. if, the, if, if that if the reel gets uh, tangled, I'm I'm done. Screwed. I'm screwed. I can't I can't redo that. Just cut it and re fucking straight yep, it. Right there we go. I always struggled with getting the hook out of the mouth. That me too. That's the worst. And I never part. wanted to grab it anyway. I don't eat fish. What am I gonna do with that fish anyway? I'm just like, come on, get off the hook. Get back yeah. in the water. Throw back in the water. Yeah. Dumbass. I went fishing with my. We were fishing. I had my sons with me, and they caught like a little fish, you know. Right. And they pull it out, and at that point, I'm. You know, your dad. I'm dad now. You gotta I, grab I gotta, that I gotta, shit. I gotta fucking grab that thing like a man yeah. and take that fucking hook out of that fish's mouth. Inside, I'm like, fuck, goddamn fish. <laughs> Stop squirting. Stop fucking Fuck flipping it. around and everything. Like, I'm just, just Slide. let me get out of this. Just let me get out of this. <laughs> yeah, there's no fun part about fishing like that no. to me, but I suppose they say it's relaxing. But I, I love fishing, but it's you like You like fishing if you don't catch anything, right? Basically, you yeah. know, you just sit out, hang out, fucking. Yeah. Like, and them dudes that go little... like fucking lobster fishing and shit, like those, that shit is nuts, no, but no, like straight bananas, no, dude. hell no. Alaska I watch waters. people, uh, you know, just kind of wading in like really shallow, you know, waters in the, uh, in like uh, in Florida, and I'm like, I don't know about that. I can't see in that water. <laughs> what, what's in there? Yeah. That, that's dangerous. When they when they do the alligator, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they're they're like you know grabbing crawfish and dangling yeah. noodles and whatever it is they do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, where Before can they find this, us? They can find us at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. You can find us on that Twitter box. You can find us on the Instagram. Just search Digital Zone ENT. You can find us on Anchor, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts from. Just search Mole and Zane. Don't forget to go to the website or bleh, don't forget to go to the YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe. We got a bunch of and stuff going up on there. And uh, my friend, where can they find us on the Libro de Caras or the Book of Faces? Facebook, you the go book there. Of faces and the Twitter machine. Oh, the Twitter box, right there. Facebook.com. That's the one. You search. You can search Mole and Zane's podcast of rambling randomness. That you can do. Or Dzent, D-Z-E-N-T. D-Z-E-N-T. I, I have been now going more to the uh, the Mole and Zane's podcast of rambling randomness page to find out the latest and greatest news that Mole likes to post. I do. I try, I try to keep it interesting. And what do we got today? Oh, picture me. Oh, you're going over. Okay. Oh, we got Miss Chelsea Sulky and Lissa Coulter doing live streams now every night on tour since they can't leave their places. They are singing. They are talking, conversing. They are so talented. They're doing it from their from their home? They are doing it from their home. In Nashville, Tennessee? I believe so. It's a nice fire um, they unless, got in the Unless they are over at Lissa's <laughs> mom's in Boston. I'm not sure where they are at the moment, but I, I'm assuming they're back in Nashville. These girls are... I don't know. Oh, I think that's last night's. So, yeah, they are, uh, they have another one tonight. He's singing. Yeah. Ah! I love that. Yes, I believe it's her mommy. (laughs) One of their mommies. They called her mommy, at least. Drinking daiquiris. Yep. Oh, good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) They're keeping warm. All right, how we doing? Who we got? I don't know, but that was loud. This is serious fire, though. Yeah, Yeah, it is. You gotta love that, right? Fucking Yulog and stuff. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so there's stuff on the, the Facebook page and all that good stuff. And where can you find uh, 
Victor, where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, why don't you spit your socials uh, there, my Just friend. on Twitter, at VicDelicious, V-I-K-D-A-L-I-S-H-S. Do you ever check your Facebook? Uh, sometimes. Plus, he also has a shared one with Yeah, uh, we have Vic Hale. Yep. That's I, our I don't know Vic if you ever checked that one Hale. either, really. I do. I see Hale on there quite a bit. Yep. yep. <laughs> I, the Facebook thing, meh. Uh, That's like me with the Twitter thing. I'm just kind of... Yeah, I, I did it for a long time, and then... Um, I'm a MySpace dude, and that shit went out the door. There was just so many people that were fake yeah. that it was like they were. Everyone was trying so hard to create like this perfect life and how great of a parent they were and mm-hmm. how fucking smart they were and how great of a job they had and how they had the perfect balance between work and home. Like, it was just like this is so much bullshit that yeah. I can't fucking take it. Like, it's almost so, like Instagram. Like I don't need to see pictures of your food or you taking uh, a dump. My today. sister has, and yeah, all I get to see is pictures of her cat, which are great. Which I is like fine. He's a cat guy, cat, anyways. You know? okay. It's all social media kind of turned into is it's a lot of comparison. Or, yeah. Um, you know, and Look it, what I do. It, it, it was supposed to be a way to connect the world, and it actually made it. You see, smaller. I liked it back in the day because I could keep track of people that I knew a long time ago. You know what I mean? Because eventually, somebody is, is eventually going to get a Facebook page or a Twitter page mm-hmm. at some yeah. point. So I look them up. I'm like, cool. Hey, I remember you from fucking junior high, high school, whatever. Bullshit. Reconnect. That's all I try to do. Yeah. <laughs> but then I open my mouth. And uh, I start posting That's shit. That's a problem. Yeah. Hey, I don't post that shit on our business shit. I only post it on my main oh, one. Oh, you mean like when you're like... Oh, his he... Facebook page is it, it, it <laughs> chock full of nonsense. <laughs> I, all right. My thing is I'm the consummate heel, okay? <laughs> Especially on Facebook. Yeah. Like, I am I am Bobby Heenan to the, the fullest. I uh, will fucking just say shit just to say shit. Yeah. <laughs> just to see who I could get pissed off that day. Yeah. Whether it be somebody on the left or the right, I mainly politics because it usually triggers people real fast. Right. <laughs> Big time. Big time. Like, yeah. and you find out real fast which one of your friends are shitheads <laughs> yeah. when you start doing that stuff. Yeah. So that's that's my secret way of filtering motherfuckers out. <laughs> well, I don't know. My it's weird the politics thing too because my opinion on politics has changed so much in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And where I thought I stood on things, I don't anymore. And then uh, where I thought I was, like, pretty clear and set in, like, a direction, no, I'm yeah. not. So, like, what I thought was – I didn't understand the Donald Trump thing at all. Right. I didn't get it. <laughs> not one bit. I, and I, the more I watched this guy on TV, I was like, this is uh, – It's a clusterfuck right idiot. here is what it is. What the yeah. fuck is going on? Like, it just didn't make any sense to me. But to have, you know – that job, that that spot, and then with all these other things that are going on, it's it's just crazy to if it if what that whole conspiracy I talked about yeah, yeah. isn't true, right? Then what's the other side of it? That he's just a dumb fuck, apparently. <laughs> right. That's that, that. That's the only other side. That it could would be. that would the only thing it could be. Right. He's either a puppet being sent there the to do it. He's either the smartest man right. or the dumbest. Or the dumbest. One of the two. He can't be in the yeah. middle. I don't see him being in the middle. And it, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't see him being the smartest. So I, I, it's got to be I was there too. Dude, I was there too. And then the more I, I get mean, shown stuff, I'm like, fuck. I mean, I think that he's just so really easily. Could that guy? That, I, I think fuck. he is just is so <laughs> easily manipulated by higher up people. or so, I think that's where it's getting, like. They chose him for a reason if they did. Mm. Like, be like, oh, this guy, yeah, no, he's he doesn't, he's not one of them, but he's not one of us either, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's somewhere in that cluster conglomerate in the middle, like, you know, he's a, he's a shithead, but he's 
Some people like it. Do you think it'll be funny to go back and listen to this show in like two months? Yeah, I think it'll be funny like next the, week. The, just even like the tone, like I think it'll be great to. I, I, that's why I really wanted to come out here, right? Is because it's almost like a time capsule. Because yeah, yeah. everything, to, in my opinion, it's all going to change no matter what. Regardless, you don't come out of the economy completely resetting. The whole world economy completely resetting. Right. You don't come out of this whole thing as a different world, whichever way it goes. Right. So, what we're listening to now, when we're done with all this, and we go back and listen to it, it'll be our style of a documentary. It's this is this is what we were feeling. These are what we were thinking. This is all that stuff. So. Make sure those computers have backups. That's yeah. so true. Don't store things in the cloud. No, nope. I, I hate the I cloud. I got hard drives for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I keep finding shit on my phone that's on my computer, and I, I'm like, if I, I'm scared to delete it, so I had to back it up <laughs> with my external hard drive, then delete it off of here, and co- and for sure, it deleted off the computer. I was yeah. like, it's because it's, it's a fucking it's cloud. The cloud. Yeah, it's I'm the not, cloud. I don't like it. Fan of it. I don't like the cloud. Right. So Everybody they, can get shit. If off they the turn, cloud. if they turn the cloud off. Stuff that you think you have saved, you don't have saved. Right, so, exactly. Because uh, the cloud can be turned off just as much as all the rest of it can be turned off. Exactly. So, you know. Did you hear that they played uh, the same song on every radio station in Europe this morning? Really? Which song was that? Uh, I think it's called we're, we're In This Together or something. Oh, not Mad World, though. Right, Not Mad World by Tears for Fears. No, no, no. Speaking of that, if you yeah, I can't wait guess. to hear your guys' picks. Oh, God. So... We got some good ones, actually. I know I do, at least. I know Zane's got some. <laughs> like, I was starting right off if, with with Faith No More. Right. If you, if you haven't guessed, today's episode is literally about what the fuck, you know, the state of this world is in right now and how crazy everything is. And you know what? I think I want to get this going with a song real quick. Let's get this going. Go ahead. I'm going to get this going with my man, Chris Webby. All right? And he's got a song called Quarantine. He just put out right now. Like, not right now, but literally in the past few days. All right, so this is Chris Webby, Quarantine. Check this shit out. Hi, I'm Chris Webby, and this is How to Survive a Pandemic. I've been going crazy. Locked up in my room, Netflix gonna save me. Quarantine my house, ain't risking my safety. Isolated from the world, but shit made me. We all gone a little crazy. No disrespect to my fans, but no, I am not trying to shake your hand. If you want to see me, see me on the gram. Going on live, eating from a can, watching reruns, soprano seasons. We'll do it anyway, now I got a reason. But honestly, I promise that when it's all done, I'll see y'all then. 2021, eh, maybe 22. What you gonna do? Feeling like an animal, living in a zoo. My friends text me, I'm like, don't come through. Yeah, I'm living like a loser, only hang with my producer. Maneuver, out of the way of any commuter. Fuck taking Uber. I even updated the virus protection programs up on my computer. I already told my lady if we doing it, we'll be using hand sanity for a lubricant. I'm fucking losing it. How could you make a joke about a damn pandemic, Chris? Have a sense of humor, bitch. I'm just trying to lighten the mood. Yo, I ain't trying to be rude. I'm not the motherfucker writing the news. I'm that guy up at the grocery who's buying the food. Filling up his fucking cabinet. Entirely soup. I'm the class clown. Only with some gloves and a mask now. Ain't no joints here getting passed round. Limited threat. Give me your test. Give me your pat down. Stuck in a house with my roommate Pat now. JP, pull up with your L. Hope he's not sick. 
stupid shit we can't tell So we staying at a social distance It's really not hard when your whole existence Is either on tour or I'm home alone or on the phone I mean, honestly, I've been known to go Mad days in a row, no human contact Netflix chilling in my room, I'm on that And that was all before an epidemic It's still the same shit, just with more disinfectant Not to be malicious or unsympathetic But all jokes aside, I just hope I don't get it I've been going crazy Locked up in my room, Netflix gon' save me Quarantine my house, ain't risking my safety Isolated from the world, but shit maybe We all gone a little crazy, crazy, yeah Yeah Webby, until further notice Stay the fuck away from me, man Watch those fucking hands. Yeah. JP, cut that shit, man. Oh, and that was Chris Webby. Open for him way back in the day. I Jeez. like it. That was good. Yeah, it was so good. Um, <laughs> I like how my songs are nowhere near on that level. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so... uh. Like I said, we have Mr. Vic Delicious in here today. He's uh he's gonna be talking with us. Uh, maybe we'll get to some wrestling. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about though, so I don't know. Yeah, I try not to watch a lot. Honestly, I, honestly, there isn't much going on. <laughs> I've wrestled to... a lot in my life, and I've wrestled a lot of practices and stuff. And we had a lot of matches in front of no people a lot right. of times. So I've had that experience. I've done that a lot, and just to watch people do it, I'm not very interested. Yeah, <laughs> I've watched enough of that in my life. <laughs> Well, speaking of not watching people do things, you like T-shirts? Yeah. You know, during this time of chaos, you're still going to need high-quality T-shirts. 100% officially licensed high-quality T-shirts. And you know where you can get those T-shirts? I bet you're going to tell me. I'm going to tell you. 80stees.com. That's right. You go to 80stees.com. You pick out any goddamn T-shirt you want. They got we tons got of stuff. We got Gary. Can you spare a square Seinfeld T-shirt That's now? That's right. We got Gary Spare Square. We got the Soup Nazi shirts. I'm sure they got it in there because that fucking front is Seinfeld. They got everything in they there. They got the All-Valley Championship Karate t shirt They've been doing a lot of Karate Kid yeah, T-shirts they lately. They have been. They got Ghostbusters. They got whatever you want from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 70s. This is 80stees.com. You go. You pick out any goddamn damn shirt you want you go and you put that in your cart you click on that promo code icon and you type in digital zone you get yourself 10 percent off and i 10%. tell you when you want that macho man randy savage tank top that's that you should not yeah. wear outdoors that's so make sure that that's a quarantine <laughs> shirt right there right. men yeah. should not be wearing tank tops outdoors especially if they're built like me that's your or me you know honestly. and you're gonna need that 10 percent when you're spending 41 dollars <laughs> and 70 cents on a tank right. top a fucking shirt so kevin wait it's a 41 dollar tank top yeah, yeah. 41 dollar and 70 cents tank Eight, top. 80s t has got to get that you know money back from that high quality officially licensed t-shirts kevin i know you hear my pleas kevin. out there Give me 11%. 11%. That's all That's I'm all asking. One more percent. Just give our fans one more percent. Come on now. We've been advertising your ass for almost a year now. Go big or go home. I say That's you guys go I'm for 12. Saying. That's 12. right. Go for 12. 12. Vic's, all right. Go big. You know what? Vic Delicious says 12, motherfucker. So yeah. we're going to go for 12. Know start, your value. Start calling up Kevin right now from 80 stscom Start putting in your complaints. Say, hey, Digital Zone says 
twelve percent. I was all in on the macho tank top, but not for forty-one bucks. No, no. <laughs> I mean, unless he autographed that I shit, gotta you know, be absolutely wait. perfectly uh, yeah. right with you guys that I, I can't, I can never I can't. buy a shirt from yeah. here. No, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> even with our over t- ten years old that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, even for ten percent off, it's like fucking. Um, I love you guys though. Eighties, you guys have some really good shirts, and thank you again for giving us that promo code. This is code. actually really cool. $142 for an Icon Fade Activewear G.I. Joe Cobra Commander Premium Zippered Hoodie. Oh, okay. 10% well. will get you like $5, $5 off, man. Shit. Wow. <laughs> Free shipping around the world. Well, Ain't going to stop the trucks. Give the people even a now, job. Even now there's free shipping? Yeah. Even now, wow. we're free worldwide. You know what? I'm going to talk to Kevin. I'm going to say, hey, we need a discount now because nobody can leave their houses. And uh, this coronavirus is causing people not to be able to work. You're going to have to give us some discounts here, pal. If you want us to buy your shirts. See, now, why does it keep to be called Corona when it's actually SARS-CoV-2? COVID-19. Well, that's just that's just a shortened abbreviation yeah, of coronavirus. Basically. But it's actually SARS-CoV-2. Some shit like that's, that. That's the actual name of it. Yep. And uh, much to say? we've already had SARS in this country. Uh, we got through it. So, uh, you know, I think, I think we might do it again. <laughs> What, Would, get through it? Yeah. I think we have no choice. I, that, that's, that's basically it. You but I mean, die. well, I mean, are you are you afraid of death? <laughs> Me? Never. I, I am. I, that's a legit question. Yeah, it is I, a legit yeah, question. Yeah. I've never I'm been afraid I'm not ready to, to go. I'm not ready, but I'm not afraid. Hmm? It's a big difference, honestly. Like, I, yeah. if we go tomorrow, I'll be fine with it. Yeah, it's the... I'd rather go all together, though, than just me. That's you know, true. I'm, I'm definitely down to go my, with everybody else. Now, my, my, my kids... now, I'm not saying we should drink Kool-Aid or nothing <laughs> like that. Like, like it, it's a disaster movie where they're like, you know what? Mustard gas is coming. Let's drink some red wine with some rat poison in it. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm ready to do that yet either. <clears throat> nope. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be some... I, I can't die. I mean, I... I, I can't I, die. I can't die. <laughs> I'm immortal. I can't die. I can't no, die. I... <laughs> I don't know which part of the me, death, like, is the scary part of the thing. Does it hurt? It's the not knowing of what's on the other side of it, I think. Does it just stop? Everything become black, and how do you know? How do you know what? Exactly. <laughs> That's a, it's it's all our ego and our like consciousness that, right. that brings about that like rationality to try to think about it there. But I mean in rea- it it really is like I don't think it's painful. I think. I hope not, because <laughs> I really don't want to die. Oh, oh, call an ambulance! Call an ambulance! <laughs> but not for me. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't. I, see, that's that's what was always been one of the big questions in my my head. Like, I couldn't picture why or what it would be like when you close your eyes for the last time. Mm. Like, are you dreaming the whole time? Like, is, are you in a different like plane? I don't. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like. Is it everything just black, or, or do you get reincarnated instantly, or do you fucking, like, hang out in space for a while? Can you see everything? Like, do mm-hmm. you see yourself when you're dead? Mm-hmm. Like, can you feel that you're dead? Like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I want to get it. I know. I know. It's such a hard thing to try to, like, like because, I mean, it's really the basic fundamental thing that we're all going through right now is right. we're all locking ourselves in our house right now because nobody wants to die. Right. And they're telling you that you could die. The thing so. is, though, it's like the, it's that curiosity thing that gets me. Though, like, I, I don't want to die, but I'm. Well, really look how curious. look how many people are afraid of dying that they'll lock themselves in their house. Yeah, no, oh, see, those people scare me even more than dying. Quite frankly, like, mm. <laughs> like, because yeah. they're willing to just shut themselves off, completely. Yeah, from everything for a cough. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh my God, this nigga sneezed near me. Uh, I gotta go <laughs> for like six months in my house. I can't. But they don't. You don't know everything. what what their value is though on their life or that they. Well, that's are, the thing. I'm like, afraid of or like their also their relationship to the creator or source or spirit or God, whatever you want to call it. Like everybody's different in that way. So right. there is probably a legitimate fear of death for a lot of people. Well, that's the thing though, but I can't fathom how scared you would have to be to isolate yourself like that and like take everything as like, I could die. Like you can't, you're living dude. You've lived this long. A goddamn cough ain't gonna kill you. <laughs> like seriously, like. But it could yeah. kill your grandma. That's right. It could your kill your dad. grandma, but she's had a full life. I'm sorry, Graham. I love you, but. <laughs> I, 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 I guess was having that's that where thought. my ego comes in because it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be fine, but shit, I could walk around fine and then give it to some, you know, old, old fellow, fellow behind but... me at the the steward's counter, and hey, you know, they might not be fine. And I feel bad about an that too because that is part. an ego trip. Um, and my kids. But, though, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't think it's an ego trip on your part. Here's where I think. I think it's a. Uh, it's everybody else shaming you, for having that like, opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, the, the sharing the germs with people and, and that you're going to give it to someone else and all of those right. things. Like you have to first think that it works like that. Well, back in the day, we used to have chicken pock parties. All right. When I was, mm. when I was a kid, you get oh, your kid yeah. around other fucking yeah. kids with chicken right. pox you and stick them in a fucking room. You purposely gave it to him. Right. Yeah. But you know, and it's also, what was that? That was Z's phone like and his computer dinging. going off at the same time. It oh, it headphones. goes off on everything. Wow. Yeah, it came through the headphones really loud. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. If we send, if we send you a message, we know you'll get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now don't, you... don't ever ignore a message. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's it sucks because that argument... <laughs> I say it sucks. But the, the <laughs> argument of, well, you got to think about it. You could give it to somebody else. It's like... Well, it's that's a great way to control me because I'm not a piece of shit, right? And I don't want to give it to other people. And if you're telling me that that's what I'm going to do, then all right, I'll stay home because I don't want everybody to think I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> right, so I'm right. not a piece of shit. So that's where it comes down to. It's that social, right, right, you know, thing. I mean, you got to really, you got to think that you're the carrier of a highly contagious virus that gives you no symptoms. You may not ever give it. You may never have it at all. But you could give it to somebody else unknowingly, right? And it could also never be traced back to you, but you should stay at home. Fuck, it just doesn't doesn't fucking make sense. And like, there's so many parts of this whole narrative that don't make sense, and uh, I think it's purposely not supposed to make sense. Yeah. So, and it's a Socratic method, in in I think that it's leaving a lot of people into asking questions, and it allows them to do some research for themselves. And I think that our society is not given enough credit for their ability to when they when we all get together and we want something done and we want to change we fucking do it right and if enough people want whatever it is that's going on to be different it'll happen i believe in that power of the collective energy of everyone together so i think if everyone's asking the right questions and they're looking online and looking at some of the things that i've looked at about this particular subject and what's coming, it's fucked up and it's undeniable. Yeah, undeniable. You can put your head in the sand if you want to, and I and wish it's easy like to do. super easy to do, man. Like, like I, I, I say that I, I've I've until Tuesday I really had my head in the sand because I was sick of hearing about it. Yeah, uh, I, I'd heard about it already for about a month and a half, you yeah, know, I, overseas and everything like that. And I'm just like, you know what? I got a life to live. I can't worry about this. Yeah. Right. So you know what? 
the audiobook Oathbringer was on going to work and coming home from work. You know, 45 hours. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in it. <laughs> yeah, part of me just wants to run to, like, the Adirondacks, get a cabin in the woods, or yeah, the, even just a tent in the woods, and just be like, I'll talk to you guys in two weeks once it's all over. Right? Yeah, we're... Brock, yes. Brock, Brock really Lesnar's got the right the idea. that happened in Salt Lake City? Well, I mean, That's who, who heard about the earthquake in Glens Falls? Right. Two weeks ago. Yeah. There's an earthquake in Glens Falls, New York. I man. didn't even hear about that. It's under there. Supposedly, there's an underground. There's a fault going like right through New York, basically. It's supposedly it has to do with these trafficking tunnels that are underground, and they're oh, just, they're destroying it. them. And that's what the uh, the earthquakes are is yeah, that yeah. they're blowing up the stuff that's underground. Salt Lake City is supposedly huge with it. Oh, you the traffic, right? Yeah, fucking think about that shit. Man. Yeah, a lot of bad people came from Salt Lake City, like the Mormons. Lot of <laughs> hey, I've met a lot of Mormons. I'm just, and, uh, I'm just playing Mormons, you know. I've, I've met I, my dad. Used I must to work say for their beliefs are a bit interesting, <laughs> a yeah. but they're pretty good people. No, I, they I, drink I, a lot of soda. They're like the Amish, you know. <laughs> they 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 seem a little weird, but the majority of them are all right. <laughs> hey, I just got uh, you know uh, got to got to send out some some hopes and prayers here to my uh, to my stepfather's uh, mother who oh. uh, was in a head-on collision yesterday. No shit. Yeah, she so she's okay down at the ICU the at the or? Westchester Medical with a fractured ankle, fractured ribs, fractured pelvis, fractured C5, and abdomen wounds. So, but she's stable, staying positive. That's at so. least none of it was life-threatening, which is great. No, just being in a hospital. That sucks. That is life-threatening uh. these days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! I, I didn't so see sorry that. if my 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 uh, thought process just yeah, kind of went out dude. the window with that message. Hey. I did not see that one coming. No, 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 no. And I was like, oh, you know, I figured it's just my mom. Love you, mom. I know you'll probably listen to this. Oh, you know? right, there so, you uh, go. There you go. Thought so my mom was being my mom. Yeah. But thanks for giving me that message. We'll send out some good prayers to her. And on that note, when we get into your first song, Izzy. Okay. <laughs>
than 10 seconds. It's okay. No? no. Five seconds. Five seconds. Oh, there's that. Okay. <laughs> tears for fears. Oh, Mad world. God damn. I love me some tears for fears. Roland Orzabal and Kurt Smith. One of the best duos of the 80s. Don't and really get a lot of credit. I thought they were going to be like the second coming of the Beatles, honestly, when I was in the, you know, growing really? up. Yeah. I was an Oasis. I thought Oasis was the second coming of the Beatles. Them too, honestly. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I heard all the shit between Noel Gallagher and Liam Gallagher, and I'm like, yeah, you know, they could be the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah, today's all about the, what a wacky, fucked up world we're living in right this moment. And, uh, you know... Should we talk about some wrestling? Let's get some stuff out of the let's, way. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's, let's, let's talk, talk about, about something it. other you know, we, than we've doom got and gloom. A, uh, right. Yeah, we've got Vic here. We do. The mastermind of the wrestling background. And yeah. So I, I'd, like to, I'd like to hear what's going on. Going on. Well, let's do this. In the world of song is the best i, I can just man. listen to Come it all day saturday's dude. main event man. yeah man. i love it oh and this is the yeah. part where i usually kick it over to vic delicious but you know what he's here yeah i'm here <laughs> we're talking yeah. over to him. this is great yeah so uh Mo the wild wacky and crazy world of professional wrestling it's crazy it's completely on pause except for last night last night was last great. night no Wait, Wednesday two night, right? Yeah. No, it was Wednesday. last night. Oh, no, it wasn't Wednesday. Two yeah, two Wednesday night. Yeah. Friday. Right? Yeah. I know, right? We keep... <laughs> I know. <laughs> this two-podcast thing in a week uh, kind of threw me off a second. It's... I did not get a chance to watch any of NXT. No, NXT. I didn't either, but I heard it was it was just a clip show anyway. So yeah, really that's what I heard anything. too. But then AEW um, presented a, a live show yep. inside of their a building they own down in Jacksonville. Florida, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. That Tony Khan owns. And... Uh, it was cool. I liked where they put the camera. Yeah. So it was, uh, it just looked, it was a different presentation than what WWE does. And it just looked like uh, something great, something different. We had the um, the reveal of who is the, the exalted, exalted one in the Dark Order. And it turned out to be Luke Harper. <laughs> Mr. Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, another cult leader, yes, you know, who never got to be a cult leader in that other Bray, federation. Bray yeah. Wyatt put a very heartwarming tweet out, though. He goes, now it's just me and Rowan. <laughs> yeah. Well, they should have taken better care of the they guy. They should have. They, they blew it on him. So, so good. Yeah. Well, we'll see. He's going to have a chance. I, uh, mean, I hope so. Hopefully he's not one of those guys that's a wasted opportunity that you know does something special with it. So yeah. he's, he's always been um, a good solid in-ring talent every time i've ever seen him perform i knew i met him when he was very young when uh i first met him in 2000 i guess it was 2004 okay that was or so and uh he was asking me for advice on how to get down to ovw okay that was the very first time i'd met him he was wrestling at world of hurt up in albany or no schenectady schenectady yeah 
So, yeah, I've known him for a long time. He deserves the opportunity yeah. to, to run with the ball, and I think he's going to do really well. So. Honestly, because he they never let him talk in WWE, and the no. dude can talk. Can like, he? He can yeah. talk. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never Vince really Vince never liked it. him because I don't know if it's a rumor or whatever. But, or that Vince, he looked but, like a moonshine? No, but that he couldn't do a hmm. southern accent, and Vince didn't like that he couldn't do a southern accent, so we never let him talk. Could be. Because he looked like a redneck. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a complete like, backwoods hillbilly. Looks like popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the voice doesn't match the look. That's, that's sure. exactly what it is. He's got a higher pitched voice, almost. Yeah. Um, but that that you know, if you, there's a very interesting interview today with another guy who debuted on uh, last night. Was, yeah, uh, a, uh, the team of the elite yes, member he, number five yes, is uh, is broken. Man. Wonderful, yeah. yes. Yeah, <laughs> he was on the uh, Jericho podcast that got posted this morning. Right. I had a chance to listen to it earlier and. Uh, you know, he talked a lot about the WWE stifling the creative process and what they did with that character when it came over mm-hmm. and when, you know, the ideas that he would have to present different scenarios or how to get the character over and all different things. And I can't imagine it was any different for Luke Harper as it was for Matt Hardy. Right, you know, right. I think that you can have all the ideas in the world and you can go to creative with it and stuff like that. But if Vince McMahon doesn't see it and he doesn't get it, right. then he doesn't get it. So, you know, uh, Matt talks about how there was something they were backstage Bray Wyatt and him or something. They both laughed together. Right. And Vince thought that's good shit. And for the next three weeks in a row, they had to laugh like that uh-huh. together on TV, almost like it's a fucking rib. So that, that's it's, basically, I think what it is. Right. <laughs> so it's hard to, it, it's hard to navigate that. It's a very big corporate thing now. And, um, I had a friend who just applied for a job there, went in for a couple different interviews and right. went to two different, not a wrestler, this is a, an office employee, but right. the level at which it's a corporate environment now is much different than when I was first breaking into wrestling. Right, right. And I, my, my first WWE match was in 2001. So at that point, you got paid by a guy with a briefcase in the back. <laughs> you just come White. out and go, all right, we made this so much in the house. Here's your oh, you walked up to a table, Tim White, the Andre the Giants. Actually, I've friend. met him. He's a very good guy. Yeah, I, I thought anyway when I first met him. When I met him once, sitting at a table just like this, uh, with a black briefcase. You had to sign a piece of paper for an independent contractor. Hand you two hundred fifty bucks, cash. That's a question it. I have to ask you. Yeah. The independent contractor thing. Yeah. All right. Now, can they legally tell you who you can go and wrestle for, and still label you an independent contractor? Yeah, because they could terminate the agreement. Okay, but what about what WWE does and they hold contracts? And yeah. then they put in that clause that, oh, you got a 60-day no-compete or you got a fucking, we're adding time on if you're injured or blah, blah, blah to your contract and they don't let them out. A lot of times they don't hold up. Right. But a lot of times the guys honor them okay. in an effort to not burn a bridge. Gotcha. So if that's what they like, that's what they want, you leave on good terms, you can always go back. Right. And with the way the wrestling business is, you never know who's going to be around in five years or whatever you know that's true each contract you sign you're only looking at that amount of time so you try not to burn bridges in pro wrestling that's gotcha. for sure gotcha so i think that's a little bit of that all right cool um back to AEW here but uh, yeah he he they debuted with uh vanguard one yeah i love that drone so yeah, good i was kind of hoping they would drop the boat in the middle of the fucking ring you know dilapidated boat <laughs> i think we're gonna see a lot of that i i, I don't i don't understand what's that broke uh Broken Matt. Remember oh, on the Hardy compound, the dilapidated yes. boat? By the I'm lake of right. reincarnation. I'm waiting yes, for the, the right. chair of yeah. wheels and the mower of lawns to come in. <laughs> the mower of lawns. <laughs> all that shit. Man. Now, I think now, they're going to do all that. What do you think uh, now that, honestly, well, let me uh, deviate again once more because Matt Hardy brought it up. But um, Deviate? Yeah. See, wow. They, 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 
they brought in to NXT one of the co-creators of the Broken Universe. Mm. Fucking Jeremy um, Borash. Yeah, Jeremy Borash. Yeah. And now Matt's leaving. Yeah. That's got to be a fucking kick in the dick, honestly. And I think a lot of what that was is a lot of Matt and Rebby, a lot more than you think it was. Okay. Um, their creativity and, you know, Rebby does a lot of the filming, does a lot of the editing. Does a I, lot I of heard that, she has so. a really big back, you know, um, the, a deal in the like filming of it and writing of a lot of stuff, yeah. too. I'll tell you what, man. A lot of people don't fuck with Rebby Hardy. I'll tell you that right now. She is a badass chick. Yeah? Yeah, man. She'll tell you what she fucking thinks. And she's got the skills to back it up. She 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 was there th- for Matt through some really fucked up, like crazy times in that dude's life. And, right. Uh, you know, she proved herself, I think, to us wrestling fans for sure. So the fact to know that she's kind of the creative behind a lot of that is right. pretty cool, I think. So I don't I think sure Borash had a, a lot to give to that, but you know, he hasn't pulled off any fucking amazing cinematic effort sure. since he's been over there other that's than true. what he did when they did the Bray Wyatt and uh, that's true. Matt ultimate deletion. Thing. Right. So, which was actually, that I was one of the very, greatest matches I'd ever seen. I thought it was very underrated. People don't, they stopped I, talking about it after I like two weeks, it. but that was so great. Yeah. It's good. It's one of those matches. That's great to go back and watch. Right. It's an, it, sometimes matches that they have like that when they just throw them on a show. Yeah. They don't fit on the show. Right. But if you go back and watch them where they free, where they're standalone just by themselves, they yeah. really stand out for what they, the artist was trying to get across. And that proves that you don't need an audience to make a wrestling match. Good. Quite frankly. Yeah, I like, for sure. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, and a lot of people are going, well, it's just not the same now that they have to do these empty arena shows. It's going to get old real fast. You don't need fans for wrestling matches. You I'm need saying. commentators for wrestling you matches. You do, because back in the day, wrestling was filmed in a goddamn TV studio with maybe 20 people in the fucking audience. You have to, uh, having at least an announcer to, it's called personification. So right. you give life to an inanimate object. So you need a... a a commentator to give personification to the story that's happening in the ring. So right. I could go out there and I could wrestle, but if nobody's telling you what I'm doing, it's kind of lost a little bit. Right. But if you see that, oh, he's taking the arm and he's really working down that arm and he's beating on the arm and oh, he poked him in the eye. Can you believe he took the cheap, you know, shit like that. Right, right. Where you can kind of over ex- tell the story. Yeah. You can add to it. Then it doesn't matter what the fans are. Really, if you're trying to produce a quality product, right. when you're talking about something like WrestleMania, you fucking need the fans. You do. You do. It's, it's not, not WrestleMania without the fans because right. Re- WrestleMania is the fans. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's not the event. I don't give a shit about the event. I'm going to see the reaction. Right. I'm watching it to see the reaction of the guys. Like I watch WrestleMania, like probably more for what gear is Edge gonna wear. That you know what? You know, like, like, what are they going like to come that? out right. dressed as this year? Like, I don't give a fuck about the match, really. Right. But like, what's how's Edge? Like, is the crowd going to go nuts for him? Like that Royal Rumble entrance? Like, you know, oh that's what God. I fucking want to see. That's I, why I'm I'm watching it for the moments. I I, I I literally cried just a little bit when <laughs> Edge came out. He was like. <laughs> This is my dude. No, don't get in there, Edge. Anybody who's ever fucking anybody who's ever had an injury. That and they were told you'd never be able to do something that you love again. Mm-hmm. Can really fucking understand that story. Yeah. And to see him come out there and be able to do it when you have something like that that was yanked away from you, and then you get to go back and do it, is an amazing story. And you yeah. can just feel it when that I fucking just, dude I fear pointed him, to the though. sky. I fear for him though because those chair shots Randy was giving him though with the 
One of them looked like they connected. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, and I'll I, tell you what. He's lived the last 11 bump. years. Not It was 11 years, right? 2009? Yeah. 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 The last yeah. 11 years not having this thing. And I bet you it's probably been eating at him so much that if it was taken away from him tomorrow, it was worth it just to come back. Yeah. And any athlete who gets a chance to go to the dance one more time would tell you that. So it's the story of Rocky, right? That is actually, it is. Yeah, it's just that it's Rocky. to be able to prove to yourself and everything that you can get to that dance and I can be every bit as good as I once was. Just, it was a bit of your story when I heard the other day, you know, yeah. coming back from the broken leg and everything. Yeah, man. It's, and that's that inner drive to come back and prove them wrong. And they say, I wouldn't be able to run again. I wouldn't be able to bend my ankle again. I wouldn't be able to get down the ground, play with my kids, all that shit. Right. Like, I wasn't a good, I wasn't good for that. Sometimes you get that prognosis, you get real fucked up though. Like, and you go through that stage, man. That's when the, the depression gets worse. That's sometimes the drugs get bad or the alcohol gets bad, and um, the negative energy and a negative force over your mindset. And you have to do whatever you can to beat it and get out of it. Yeah. And continue to do the things that make you feel good all the time. That's my key to like getting out of that for sure. All right, now let's see. Uh... AEW Dynamite again. Let's rewind this back to the show. <laughs> mm. um, uh, all right. So started off with Cody in the ring, uh, talking to the, the arena. And uh, basically, he was cutting a promo on the Elite, yeah. <laughs> like the first minute or two. Uh, I, I have a hard time listening to him with that stupid-ass tattoo on his neck. <laughs> Word, it's really distracting. <laughs> I, I just don't know what was going on there. Yeah. Uh, mm. See, know. the thing is, is that when you have friends. <laughs> They're supposed to tell you when you have dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to fucking like be like, yo, dude, that's number one. Number two, Cody's only got like one other tattoo. Yeah. Right? Yeah, dream, yeah. right? Right. So right now he's got a fucking neck tattoo on his chest and a chest tattoo on his neck. That's number two. <laughs> and fucking number three, any tattoo artist I've ever met in my life would never fucking put a tattoo on a person's neck like that when they've only got one other tattoo on their chest right. that's like a little baby tattoo. Yeah. Okay? You're not going to fucking put a permanent marked up tattoo on your neck when you clearly haven't thought this through. No tattoo artist is going to do that. I mean, he must have thrown some serious yeah. fucking money at yeah. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like look, I'm, a, I'm an executive vice president of AEW. Mr. Tony Khan pays me personally. You're going to do this fucking tattoo. Thank you. It's uh, to each their own. They're going to run their business how they want to run it. And yeah. if that's the perception he wants to have as a person who is in that position, then, then all the power to him. I hope it works out really well for him. That's true. Yeah. I, so you, you figure one of the bucks would have opened their mouth, though. So what do you think about him saying that uh, that Hangman is, is the best wrestler in the elite? Tell you the truth. He's the youngest member of the elite, and he's got the most upside. Mm. I don't know. I think I, I, he's I got know. a longer career now ahead of him. The young bucks are basically wearing their bodies to fuck out. They only got maybe three or four more good years left in them. Okay, Kenny Omega. I'll give him another half a decade too, maybe five, six years. Um, Cody, he's peaked. He's not going to get any better than he is. Hangman is the only one of that group that can still learn and get better than he is as far as i'm concerned and he's already pretty good and he's he's great yeah. i think he's great but he can get better yeah and, he can get better and that's the thing it's right like I, I think he can get better but also he's got to stop doing stupid moonsaults to, to the floor he, oh my god that scares the shit out of me yeah. every time he lands dude i think he's gonna blow his fucking knee out yeah he he's, misses three quarters of the time yeah. he's a humble dude 
and he's smart and he's attached himself to the right guys. He spent a lot of time trying to find his group of people right. in pro wrestling to latch on, to, not to latch on to, but to kind of just, no, no, you were right to, to, to be, <laughs> well, to, to come out of his shell. Right. Um, if you want to see a classic match, you can watch a Victor Lucius versus Adam page versus Hale Collins versus Tommaso Ciampa versus Sabu. What? From the mid Hudson civic center in a ladder match. How do I not know about this match? Yeah. It's a good one. Is it on YouTube? Because I'm, I'm uh, get that fucking match. I think it's on High Spots. High Spots. High Spots? I'll talk right. to Man Scout. I'll get yeah. it. That's cool. <laughs> it was from, uh, I believe it was the show where the Ultimate Warrior was there, but um, there was a ladder match where Hale won the grab for the gold. And Sabu, right. Sabu was in it. Tommaso's in it. Adam Page is in it. There's fucking hey, dude! So I cool. did, that is a match now. I'm gonna have to watch because I did not. Adam Page, honestly, right now, he is, he's one of my top guys in AEW. Yeah. He gives you a lot of points. He does get me a lot of points. You're doing this, man. Earn that bell right there. I got to get away from this guy, so I got to yeah, get these fucking lobbies, yeah, man. I'm sure you're on your way to taking I'm, it. I'm getting there. I can't believe you guys didn't put a bigger lock on the door leaving something like that. <laughs> something I know, right? Yeah, prestigious. Fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Cody started off the match, or the, the, the thing there, and uh, we get into the first match was, uh, I believe it was the Best Friends versus the Lucha Bros, which, honestly, Lucha Bros is Z's fucking... Penta. Say no, Miano! <laughs> you want to hear know. a really crazy, uh, I'll tell you a Lucha yeah, Bros story I do, fast. yes. Because Pentagon Jr. is, I think, the best thing going in wrestling today. So when I, we da- had that show at the Civic Center. Yeah. Uh, Midnight's the Civic Center, and... It was my first show back. Yep. And, we were there. We were there. Uh, <laughs> downstairs. I don't, have you guys ever been in the dressing rooms at the Middle Pacific Center or down in the basement? I've never been no. in the basement, no. Okay. So when you go down there, there's like a, a, an area that has mirrors on both sides and there's tables. It's kind of like a cafe yeah. where you would eat and whatnot. And right. then there's the dressing room. So there's like three three or four little rooms that you could probably, there's probably like two or three couches in them. And then there's one big like open area where most like everybody changes. Right. But, uh, me and Hal were there early because we're in Poughkeepsie. It's yeah. right fucking there. So we put our bags in a room and just went and did our did whatever. Yeah. And I was saying hi to everybody. And we come back. And it comes time to get dressed for the show. And there's two guys sitting in the room there. And they're just like bullshit and getting dressed or whatever. And I was like, hey, guys, what's up? Introduce myself. And they say hi. And we're kind of just bullshitting back and forth. Yeah. I go around, say hi to everybody. And I come back. And then I realize, well, fuck, that's Phoenix. And that's, uh, <laughs> that's Pentagon. Pentagon without their masks on. All right. And then I go and I look over my bag and there's Omega. So I literally have now found myself in the locker room with the Lucha Bros and with Kenny a third Omega. Of the AEW yeah, third of the AEW <laughs> roster, like completely blindsided by it. Um, and those guys were cool as shit. Yeah, like they were every bit of what they. They're very entertaining. They, act, they, they, they give off what they are. They, yeah. Ray Phoenix, um, honestly, I think is going to be the biggest fucking thing going in the next year or two. That that match that night was awesome. Yeah, that was a great match. Yeah, fucking so. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, the the match that the the Lucha Bros and Best Friends had was a really good match. Uh, and and Lucha Bros picked up the win, um, with a low blow, I believe, to Chuck Taylor. No, Trent. It was a low blow yeah. to Trent. Um, with a uh, no, was it was it Trent? Yeah. Th- anyway, you're t- you're you're informing me. I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was um. Either way, it doesn't. Either matter. way, it doesn't Somebody matter. Somebody got they kicked lost. in the dick. Yeah, somebody got punched in the dick, and uh, the Lucha Bros win. Mm. So uh, Z gets some points on that, some bitch. Uh, I'd be interested to know if the referee saw it. What was that? I'd be interested to know if the referee saw him hit, get hit in the dick. No, 
No, the ref conveniently didn't see them kicking. In an empty arena, though, like, they don't that's see That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. AEW refs, like. Unless you're Aubrey there, yeah. they don't fucking see anything. What the like, fuck's the rule book here, guys? <laughs> I don't think yeah. they have one. They're, they're like, wait, you guys going to be outside the ring? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll count the next yeah. one. You guys yeah. have fun. Yeah. Take as much time as you need. Yeah. Yeah, take as tag rope? Time. What? Yeah. You don't need no tag ropes. This is Lucha Bros rule, right? This is. <laughs> they should change it to like a five second count out rule. They should just call it like seconds. the Young Buck rule because they never tag ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always used to get confused when it was uh, all of a sudden WCW would have like a Luchadors match and they would announce that it was Lucha, Lucha rules. Libre rules. But yeah. like. I didn't watch a lot of Lucha back then, so right. I was like, what the fuck is Lucha rules? And then, like, a dude would slide out, and another one would come back in, and you're like, huh? Like, but no one would explain it to you. You just kind of just had to assume that was what was going right. on. I don't know. It was it was basically the, the the they keep the match going fast, I guess, if they, they you know, they don't stop the tag. They Did you get out. AAA on huh? TV oh, yeah. when you were a kid? Yeah. Yeah, around here? Yeah. So you watched that, too? Yep. I, um, I tried to watch it, but I... I hated it. I, I actually it liked when, when all those dudes were coming in, like Juventud and Tejano and all them were coming yeah. into WCW. Yeah. I was like, I know these guys. Holy shit. No, I didn't know. Any, <laughs> I remember the first time I put it on, I saw Latin Lover. Latin Lover. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What is this? They, they, they picked up the most random luchadors, actually, WCW did. Yeah. I think they got the top three, and then they just picked random fucking Well, I think, and, and that I that kind of was really a... They had Laparca. That's all that matters. Yeah, the chairman. Rest in peace there. But fucking, I, I only liked wrestling that looked believable to me. So I always found that sort of wrestling didn't look, Mexican wrestling is not believable to me. Right. So I, it's more of a dance, I think. You know yeah. what I mean? It's literally like a dance. Like and everything it. was on a different side of the body, which yeah. as a kid I even picked up on. I knew that it was a different, for some reason I, I knew when I was little that everything in wrestling they did on the left side. You could just, yeah. for me I just picked it up. Without even knowing I was picking it up, but when you watched AAA on it's all Channel right, Six, yeah. it was all different, all the other sides. So, yep. Um, women's match: we had Rio versus Chris Statlander versus Penelope Ford and Hikaru Shida. Uh, uh, Hikaru Shida won. Um, we don't really follow the women's. Was really, it any good? The match was all right, was but all right. Penelope Ford. She, I don't know, man. She's kind of overrated. She uh she was the only one with the botches in that match, and she was the one they were pushing as like the strong one for some reason throughout most of the match. Uh, she messed up on a off the top rope Hurricane Rana, um on Statlander, but I don't know if that was her fault or Chris Statlander's fault, quite frankly. Um, if she was just out of place, you know what I mean. Um, and then they they had to follow through with it, and it just looked really weird. Like she didn't even touch her before she fell over. Like it was ridiculous. Um, Unfortunately, that division hasn't had the. It's it just they don't have the pleasure, uh, or, like, pleasure, but they they just don't have the opportunity to get seasoned. Right. So WWE, those guys and girls have the chance to be seasoned because you can be around the environment every day. Right. I can't stress it enough how pro wrestling needs to be done every single day. Yeah. Whether there's people there or not, you need to be. If you're gonna get any good at it, you need to do it every single. Day. Right. That's it, why I think the performance center is a, such a great thing for them to. It's to incredible. Have. It's incredible. You know, it's like a, I mean, it, but the problem with the performance center, the fact that it is incredible, and every tool you could possibly ever want to be successful is available in there. the The onus is on you as the talent to be different right. and not be cookie cutter. When all they want is for you to be cookie, cookie cutter. cutter. Yeah. So it's that's a tough. Tough line to walk, but right. the ones that can mat- that can figure that out, 
are the ones that rise through. Yeah. The, int- the the evolution of a person like Velveteen Dream is very interesting to me from, because from when he was on uh, what was it Tough Enough mm-hmm. way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And then to to see a guy like him uh, like a year ago, they would have pulled the trigger on him, yeah. and then they didn't. Right, and then they backed off a lot, and they bring, then now they're bringing him back through again. So you wonder if there was what what wasn't he ready for? Yeah. What what didn't we see? What okay. is it a maturity thing? Was it because he's very young? He's a young dude. Right. So um, you know, but I, that's it, all of those factors. Are, I think why NXT and WWE will will have the the leg up for a while because they have a place where those guys can do that every day. Right, they can be around it every day, and they can. As much as you want, you could buy a ring and put it in your backyard, and it's not the same as being in a training center with all the best talent in the world. Right. You're all pushing each other every day. People so, who know what they're doing. You know, that's how you figure out what works, what doesn't, how to wrestle without talking to each other, how to um, present stories without talking. Right. Uh, a, a big big part of learning how to wrestle is learning how to work. So that's what that is. Yeah, it's true. Um, all right, uh, Butcher and the Blade versus Jurassic Express was next, and uh, Jurassic Express picked up the victory over the uh, Butcher and the Blade after MJF tried to help the bad guys by shouting instructions, and then Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy picked up the uh, distracting win. A little roll up there. <laughs> and, uh, and it was uh, your boy Jungle Boy. Yes, it was. Yes, sir. I hear he did a suicida, though, to nobody outside <laughs> <did>. the ring. <laughs> Dude, that was, that was the Blade. That was the one thing Butcher's I heard about fault. it. <laughs> that was the Butcher's fault, though, because I think he was supposed to get up. <laughs> and he just stayed there. Yeah. He just stayed down. Because Jungle Boy had it like they were timing it out. He didn't even look. So I knew they were going to fucking, mm. you know, supposed to do it. He got three quarters of the way where he was supposed to dive through and he stopped. And, ah. he was like, and then he gets out the ring real quick and goes like this and tries to pretend like he's going to hit him. <laughs> that's when they get the pin. I'm like, that... all right, good cover, Jungle Boy. But <laughs> Dude, that happened to me live on television. I was wrestling Paul London and on Velocity. And he gave me a super kick over the top rope. Right. And it was it was double super kick. So my partner went spanky kicked one one way, I went the other way. Yeah. And then there was like double sides that were gonna dive. When he super kicked me, I wanted it to look good, so I jumped over the top rope. But I did it with no hands. Oh. So when I went down, my head hit the side of the apron. So it kind of like knocked me a little loopy for a right. second. But the way the spot was, was they were coming right away with a dive. So I was supposed to get super kicked over the top rope, kind of be on my feet and then yeah. catch him for a dive. But I was on the ground. Oh, shit. And when you can, you watch it in the video, he dives right through it. As he's in there, he's just like, oh, fuck it. And just lands on me. And I was face down <laughs> on the ground. Uh, and as he lands on me, all I can remember thinking was saying to apologizing to him. Right. Like he lands on me, smushes me like a fucking bug on the ground. <laughs> and all I can think is say sorry to him. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> I fucked that up. I fucked that up. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. <laughs> then, uh, but that shit happens, man. So it's however it, you cover it. Does, it. And you gotta... The more experience those guys have, the better they'll get it. Stuff like that. Uh, next up, it was uh, fucking. Um, they, they introduced the Dark Order came out and they uh, introduced the Exalted One, which we said Brody Lee happened to. Uh, Make his long way to debut. Mm-hmm. And according to the, the dirt sheets now, it was never supposed to be Marty Skrull or Matt Hardy as the leader of the Dark Order. It was always supposed to be Brody Lee. And I'm like, wow. I don't buy that. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Because as of, um, what, two, three months ago, he was still technically under contract with WWE? Yeah. 
and they didn't know when he was actually going to be let go because uh, they, they had been. on. I don't think they knew what they were going to do with the Dark Order. No. I, I think if you look back what it was when it started to where it is now, totally different. Yeah. So I don't think they knew what that was going to be. Right. I just think they knew they wanted to incorporate those guys in the company. What do you um, think of Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, honestly? I don't know enough about them, which is embarrassing as a tag team wrestler to say because the Super Smash Brothers are... Their their legend lives on as far as I didn't as I'm even know who they well, were honestly good. before they had visa issues and they were not allowed in the, to wrestle really in the United States really so they had it was something with Ring of Honor when they had first got and that's why we didn't see them on a lot of places because they had visa issues right so yeah, I watched an evil uh, an evil Uno match from early in his career when I didn't skinny really, he had well, yeah he had, uh, he had uh, gained, <laughs> gained a lot some of weight, weight huh yeah man and boy though this guy could move yeah. like. And man, his his moves. I was like, oh my god, he broke his neck. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, he did it again. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw that recently, so yeah, I wonder if we saw the same clip. But, I think so. Uh, the dude can talk too. Like he's he was cutting decent promo this week. Like, yeah. And uh, like every time he gets, uh, he should he, just come out and say he has a thyroid issue. Then that, you know, he's, I'm Evil Uno with a thyroid issue. Right. And I'm super sensitive about it. And then motherfuckers are gonna be like, well, stop <laughs> eating thyroids. It's just fucking. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't, uh, it's weird because that amount of uh, growth in a person is, <laughs> when you see like where that where he was is super skinny and then where he is now yeah, obviously a, something went on there so I don't know the story that, well that's enough. some Vince well, Neil from Motley Crue shit right there Moxley and I was like wasn't too long ago that you he were not skinny. nearly the size you are now yeah, he, he got jacked real fast <laughs> yeah once he left uh, Vince land yeah he he's like, oh, I some... can start taking some vitamins. Yeah, yeah, some good soup. <laughs> yeah. Good soup. Good soup. <laughs> uh, and then um, right after, you know, the 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 inner circle versus the elite then uh, was the match. And uh, it was all right. I mean, you know, uh, Matt and uh, fucking Hangman seemed to. It have... wasn't supposed to be about the match, I think. It was no, supposed to it be was, about it was, the... Yeah, the match was okay. Like, Hangman and Matt Hardy kind of looked like they were patching shit up. Because you know how the past few weeks yeah. they've been having their fucking issues and shit um they even got to the point where they were going to do the indie matt taker bu- matt buck you mean yeah yeah, yeah yeah buck that's what i meant sorry yeah. <laughs> they um they meant they meant that they were um uh, they were going to do the uh indie taker you know the fucking move with hangman and matt the, so they got to the point where they're almost on the same page and uh <laughs> jake hager fucking stopped that shit real fast yeah. and uh good storytelling inner circle got the uh the role Roll up there. Now they got the clear advantage going into Blood and Guts whenever that decides to happen. Yeah. Into their uh, not war games uh, <laughs> set up. <laughs> I think it's a good... I think it's... I, I enjoyed that part of I it. I think that was, was a the good best... Story. The best storyline going today is the Elite storyline going on with Hangman. And I I don't know. What do you think they're going to do? Are they going to have him turn, you think? No. No? You think they're going to just patch it everything up and be the Elite yeah. strong... You know, he's the. I think he's going to be the next big baby face in the company. I, I thought he was going to be the first champ, quite frankly. But then I was yeah. like, no, it's Jericho. Jericho is going to be the champ after that. They got um, lightning in a bottle with him a little bit yeah. with that, and the fans are into everything he does. Oh, dude, like the so. cowboy shit and the fucking beer. Just, just he's like, I can't accept beers from people in the crowds or anything yeah. anymore. He's like, I can't do it. <laughs> Got to come out with his own like Corona yeah, test, yeah. test strips, <laughs> so like he can dip it in their beer. Like, is this beer good to drink? <laughs> Corona free. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then uh, right after the match, fucking Matt Hardy makes his long-awaited debut. Well, Vanguard One made this debut first. Yeah, with the piano music. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah, because you knew what uh, it was as soon as it was happening, yeah. which is awesome. And so Matt Hardy will be joining the Elite in that not War Games match <laughs> against the Inner Circle. Now, do you think he's in the Elite? Oh God, 
that would be weird. Yeah. Because he's still broken Matt Hardy. Right. I can't see him being part of, you know, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And yeah. <laughs> I can see him maybe being associated with him, mm-hmm. like as a, a face. Yeah. But I can't see him being. It just seems like he doesn't fit. So yeah. it's, Not it's even weird. as Matt Hardy, he didn't fit the elite. Like, yeah. you know? So there must be, a, obviously, I give Matt, I, Matt and the Bucks, I'll give them the credit of that they probably put a lot of thought into how this is going to play out. So yeah. I'm going to trust them that they're going to make this cool because I hope they just give them so much creative control to go. Yeah, I don't think there's a way do. that they can make this suck. I think they're going to do a good job with it. So yeah. I, I think we should all just sit back and enjoy it and appreciate oh, I'm, I'm, I enjoy everything. You know, what's one thing with, with tying in all of my crazy conspiracy theories and all this other shit is that pro wrestling is not mentioned a whole lot that I've seen come up in this whole issue. As far as the corruption goes, a lot of NBA, a lot of NFL, not a and some baseball, but not a tremendous amount of pro wrestling. So it gives me a lot of hope that this form of entertainment will definitely definitely still be around and come back strong after this. So, yeah, you know, I think our president has a, a soft spot for WWE anyway. Yeah, so. you, you, you'd, you'd figure, you know, uh, <laughs> him and his bestie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, all right, well, you know what? That was what's going on in the world of wrestling. Yeah. Dark was oh oh uh, was, was was Jericho in the in the match or no he, he was on commentary yeah. oh okay I, like, I didn't know yeah because nope. I know that his, you know that his uh, his tour must be that's true yeah, as well, yeah. oh I'm so. sure I'm sure uh, he yeah t- yeah he talked about that on the podcast today. did he He's, that they're not refunding everybody because they're going to reschedule oh. but he did have to cancel his dates so yeah I'm sure they couldn't have you know unless they want to do 30. that cruise thing again. <laughs> That was, that was badass, yeah, man. If I was yeah. still partying, that looked like a great time. That's but what I'm saying, dude. I being sober, awesome. I wouldn't want to be around that many wrestling fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, those so conventions th- would give me fucking anxiety. <laughs> Dark, there really wasn't much. Uh, Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa lost to uh, Angelico and Jack Evans. Actually, Naka, Naka, Nakazawa. Nakazawa. Baby Oil himself. Penelope Ford beat Riho, the former champion. Like I said, they're pushing that chick like hard. Uh, Cole Cabana beat Peter Avalon with Leva Bates. The Librarians, one of my favorite duos in fucking AEW right now. I got this thing for Librarian uh, Leva Bates. She's so fucking hot. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Christopher Daniels beat Stu Grayson of the Dark Order. That was basically it. Wow. That's it. So uh, we're going to get into our next song. This is, a, this is a Vic pick. Oh, yeah? This is The Sound of Silence by Disturbed. Oh, yeah. So funny. He was part of my uh, Mad World uh... Song <laughs> yeah, he was. He's <laughs> on yours too. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get to this right. Oh, hey, now, no, what are you gonna? Are you not gonna start? How about looking for a hey, look. instead of a screen? That's a commercial. Okay. Oh, it's Miller Light. Miller time. Here we go. Disturbed.
Silence covered from Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel. Deep song. Deep. 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 But it gets you right in the feels. It does. No it gets you right what. in the cockles. Yeah. Maybe the subcockles. Ooh, we're in Dennis Leary it too. Yeah. I like that. Because <laughs> I'm an asshole, sir. And I know <laughs> that song. <laughs> that, was one of, that was one of my favorite albums, man. That comedy album is yeah. so good. I used to love comedy albums. Adam Sandler back That's in the day. Some lewds, really man. Some fucking lewds. <laughs> the Adam Sandler ones, I, I used to listen to them on the bus on the way to school in the morning. Yep. I knew all the words to all those songs. <laughs> the goat was always my favorite. <laughs> oh, he button hooked me. Uh, the old man. He's more uh, like a knot. He's like, uh, he's like, would you play the... Uh, the, the going to the Ragu Festival. Festival. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you I could sing the whole goat song from memory. <laughs> we might have to it's get to do it. It's so <laughs> fucked. Yeah, man. YouTube exclusive. I am a simple goat. I live on the back of a peacock truck. <laughs> the old man tied me here with a three-foot rope. Am I angry? He don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I could do the whole thing. Oh, I love that shit. Oh, and uh, let's see where we at here. Oh, sir, my friend, do we have a day in history? We do? Sweet? Good? I'm going to bring that up then. Let's do this. A day in history, huh? All right. Where are we at? There it is. <laughs> I am President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. And I've traveled back in time from the future to address your stank. And to let you know, shut up! Jesus! I hate that. Why are you doing this? Thank you. Anyway, day in history. <laughs> Slurp that coffee! <laughs> Slurp it. Slurp it! That sounded more like a bong. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so it's Friday, March 20th, 2020. 20, 20. <laughs> I'm sorry for not getting out the message earlier, but as my mother always told me, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. And I could not think of a single good thing. But now, today is Friday. It's 40-plus degrees, and the peepers were making noise as I went out at 4.30 this morning. If you have something to sing about, I'm here to sing that song. History says, 1852, Uncle Tom's Cabin was published. 1854, the Republican Party was formed in Ripon, Wisconsin. In 1976, Patty Hearst was convicted of bank robbery. Naughty girl. 1996. The world learned that cows were mad as hell. Mad cow disease was announced to the world. See, remember that? Remember mad cow disease? They That's pissed off. With the swine flu. I think every animal's had a, f- a, a disease, Bird right? flu. Yeah. Yeah. Bird mm-hmm. flu, swine flu, dog flu. Locusts. What no, the fuck is what's a locust? <laughs> what is a locust? It's a bug of some sort. It's like a cricket. Yeah. But so, why are we worried about invasions of crickets? I have no idea. Because they will destroy your crops. They will shit all over the place. All right. There is much task. going on these days. <laughs> that keeping up is impossible. I hope you're safe, comfortable, don't have kids, mm. and virus-free. I'm mm. still going to work every day, working in close quarters with 13 other people. Taking a train down to NYC. Can only take the precautions we can. There are a couple of rumors, but no confirmations. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay be positive. Oh, be positive. Don't be negative. Just like my blood type. <laughs> oh. Cheers to all. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Thank you, Father. <laughs> well done. Yeah, his, Boy, his old man sends us these every week. 
At least he tries. I get them every day. Yeah, he yeah. Most days, day. except for Thursday. I didn't get one yesterday because nope. he had nothing good to say. <laughs> well, I kind of right. changed the verbiage up a little bit as I was reading it there because, you know, it wouldn't make any sense to anybody else. Are you else. not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, I'm getting to my next song here. My next this. song. Your next song. That's yes. right. We went back. You're right. Go. Yep. Yep. Let's yep. do this. What do you got? Oh, Faith No More. Ooh. Oh, this is, this is a little jammy called Epic. Oh, shit. It's so groovy, it's out of sight You can touch it, smell 
Oh God. Well, we're not going to talk about that one on the air real quick, but uh, we might. <laughs> I do want to hear more about that story at some point. It's a good one. It's a good one. See, that, that one should be saved for the VD podcast. Yeah, that one you should can be check out on Anger Spotify. Yes, the Grizzle VD podcast. Grizzle VD people. podcast. Definitely I love which, by the way. I, I I don't follow a ton of podcasts, you know, because I don't listen to my own podcast. <laughs> Not unless I'm not on it. Then, you do, you then I listen to it. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. I look I'm, forward to hearing more episodes of that. Yeah, I really I'm gonna, enjoy listening to, you know, like, I do. I love all the, the backstage happenings and how people meet people and how they build relationships, you know, out, you know, because it's got to be one of the craziest businesses to work in. Totally. And the people that you cross paths with that you never know who's going to end up where and, like, what that story is going to turn out to be. Like, um, it's super nuts like because i've been doing it for 19 years now so to have 20 years in any, any profession you're gonna have stories like that about your right people that you meet on the way up and on the way down and in wrestling it's super weird because you never know it's not always about talent so a lot of times you can see in like uh, some other professions where talent does rise to the top but in right. wrestling it's about you know you got to fit the right mold at the right time the right yeah. The, the right opportunity the package, so, you know, basically like I was on shows with Aaron Stevens, him and I went to, we were doing dark matches together and got sent to OVW together before, you know, it took him a long time before he ever got up there. Damien D- Sandow for people who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now he's Aaron Stevens. In the yes, NWA. Now he's an NWA. He's, like, he's the third degree national champion. Yes, he is. And the question marks greatest student, mind you. So oh, I, that's who that guy is. Yeah. yeah. I got a hard time with that. <laughs> I love question mark. He's, 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 hard, hard him and Orange Cassidy, baby. Tag team right there. World champs. <laughs> it's crazy that in wrestling, because you just never know where somebody's going to be and how they're going to get there. And I've got some crazy cool stories from guys when they first started. Bobby Lashley's first match he ever had was against me. Oh, the Milk Dud he had against you. Had a, you had a match, his first match against you, mm-hmm. huh? Dolph Ziggler's first match he ever had was against me. Jesus Christ. I've wrestled with, you know. Uh, every every name dude so like i've had Dick delicious making stars people <laughs> bobby lashley won it was crazy bobby showed up and he looked exactly like he looks now and, and just a big muscular milk dud it was <laughs> him Giant. him and uh nick dolph ziggler were yeah. there as a tryout just to try they were going to stay for a week right and if they liked it they would get they'd come back so when bobby was bobby gets there and we're we've all introduced each other and whatever and Obviously, everyone's kind of looking at Bobby because he's fucking like a freak, a like, fucking monster. He's, he's a monster. And His neck is the size of me. <laughs> Doctor Tom Pritchard goes, uh, "Hey, Vic, get in the ring." I'm like, okay. Sure. So I roll in. And he goes, "Bobby, get in the ring." Oh and no! I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and he goes, "Vic, this is Bobby. Bobby, this is Vic. Vic, I want you to go five minutes with Bobby." Now remember, he knows nothing. Oh shit! <laughs> now was this a test for you or for Bobby? I, you know, still to this day, I don't know. <laughs> no, no idea. So I fucking so this is what I do. I go and I'm like, okay. Now all Bobby really knows is that like we lock up, but doesn't even really know what that is or what's going on or anything. I knew how to lock up when I was five. <laughs> so I we go to the middle of the ring. I lock up. And I quickly, I pop his elbow, and I go behind him, and I grab him in my waist lock. Yeah. I pick him up, and I throw him down, and I, like, I slide a spin around his back, and I slap him in the back of the head a bunch of times. He fucking stands up, looks at everybody, and looks at me, and spears me. Like, 
like dumb art. Like almost broke my like right out of my shoes. Shit. Like and that was the end of the match. We didn't go any more than that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. I'm cool. And to this day, he's still one of my good friends. So, uh, <laughs> that is awesome, though. Yeah. That was a good. But that was my introduction to Bobby Lashley. I was trying to get one over on him a little bit. Right, right, right. And he just broke me right he's, the fucking out. He said, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the strength on that dude is un. You can't even equate it to anything. Dude, he looks just freakishly like. The two very, strongest very... dudes I ever wrestled were Bobby Lashley and Nathan Jones. Oh, Nate Jones, dude. Whatever happened to him after Nate he... Jones. He, he had a big... Uh, he was a, a young he, guy, but he, he had a thing with The Undertaker for a minute. Yeah, He was in that movie, Troy, with Brad Pitt. He was the, the, the real big uh, bald-headed, right? Or mm-hmm. um, Seven foot tall. Yeah, he's like seven Troy. foot now. Right. Seven foot tall from Australia. Dude, and he spent huge. six years in prison yep. in solitary confinement. And that was his gimmick in WWE, by the way. Was he spent six years in prison yeah. in solitary confinement. And... He broke out of prison by ripping the door off the cell. Damn. Like, legitimately. Yeah. And he had, like, a kind of a mixed martial arts feel to him. Like, at first, like, he had the gloves and, you know, he was he would always do the old Muay Thai kind of stance and shit. Yeah. And then uh, I guess he had a series with The Undertaker, and that got shut down real fast as soon as it got, you know, they were supposed to have a match with him at WrestleMania. Yeah. And that got kiboshed, like, real fast. Yep. I guess the guy just couldn't handle it maybe i guess or, mm, or yeah it was like they, or he didn't understand the mental part of it of, he didn't yeah. understand the mental part of it gotcha and, and when i i actually had a victory over it was me and my partner mike taylor versus nathan jones and matt morgan oh, and shit. we were we were getting them ready to go up for survivor series because yep. they were going to be on team brock team brock yeah and we were at this little show, and OVW had the rule where if you threw somebody over the top rope, it was a disqualification. disqualification right? Yep. And we were in the match, and we we did like uh, did something, and Nathan just took me and threw me right over the top rope. Oh, shit. <laughs> and they fucking rang the bell, and they're like, "Well, those guys win." <laughs> Done. <laughs> I don't know. I remember, we got to the back, and fucking Jim Cornette was screaming like almost like a nosebleed level, and they made us go back out there. And get our ass kicked for like 10 minutes and then let them beat us again. Really? Because we had to come out and say that we're good guys and we don't take wins like that. <laughs> and then I had to get the shit kicked out of me by those two seven foot tall dudes for like another 10 minutes. <laughs> like I would take a win like that just so for the record. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. Yeah. I would. I have I would no shame in taking it. that win, guys. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we get into some news here real quick. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to do this. You're not going to screw it up this time? We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. Oh, it's time for the news. Yeah. All right. I got like 10 minutes, guys. All right, we're doing this real quick. Real quick. ICP is in the news. And uh, Kid Rock is also involved. He was subpoenaed to produce a glass dildo as evidence in a lawsuit. What are you saying right now? Oh, listen. Damn, what? <laughs> what well, fuck? this is probably the classiest story on the music. Everyone's giving me shit about saying fucking yeah, oh. things. Andrea Pellegrini, a former publicist for the Insane Clown Posse, is suing the Detroit duo for sexual harassment. And among other allegations, uh, she said, e.g., that the, the 2012 gathering of the Juggalos was a living hell. She claims that the former ICP and Psychopathic Records employee Dirty Dan Diamond tried to give her a glass dildo as a gift once. When she refused to accept it, Pellegrini claims that Diamond gave the well, the dildo to Kid Rock, who apparently still has it. The Detroit Press reports that Pellegrini's attorneys have subpoenaed Kid Rock, telling him to give up the glass dildo so that they can use it as evidence. Beyond the obvious uh, troubling 
if true, harassment allegations. This whole thing raises some serious questions. What is the proper etiquette for giving someone a glass dildo? <laughs> Two. Important questions we're right? asking here. Two, is it bad etiquette to give someone a gift that was meant for someone else? <laughs> Has the gift been used previously? Right? What is the proper cleaning method for a glass dildo? I can and tell also, you that. That's yeah. easy. And also, how Windex. long do you think it would take Kid Rock to produce said glass dildo, if this is true, with what I'm sure is to be a huge collection of glass dildos that he has? And does he have them labeled? Wait, I is mean, this a real news story? Yeah, no, this is legit, homie. Is coming These from? questions are mine. But oh, this, is a, this is a legit story, though. What's the source? <laughs> the source is the, the fucking the news one I just cited there. Tom Brehan. That's his name. Right there. That's his name. That's the guy who wrote the article. Okay. Okay. What's the news source? The news though? source is from. Tom, the anybody Dich- can write a story. <laughs> like I could write a story. And this, I could have written this. <laughs> I'm sure you would have actually. <laughs> uh, it's from the Detroit Free Press. You can look it up. I just had to uh, look it up in my notes here. But uh, that's my news. See? Well, what is it, Vic? You said they only had ten more minutes. Yep. So, so let's right? do this real quick. No, I, I, I can I can hold off. That's on what I'm my saying. News. So let's let's Vic, do what we got to do. While we got you here. Yeah. What else would you like to tell us? Tell the tell oh. me because I don't believe that anybody listens, and that's the way I like to keep it. Personally. He likes to keep it down. He doesn't like that to think that we actually have five stars on here. iTunes, bro. Yeah. He doesn't talking. like to think of that shit. No, nope. I don't like to think about any of that. Stuff. <laughs> that's an interesting way so, of going so about what, it. What has, yes, that's the way I like to keep it. It, it, does. it makes it straight in my head. Mm. You know. So what are you asking? What, what are the updates from from Tuesday? What oh, have you learned? Oh, what's our QAnon update? What, yes. what is the QAnon update? Honestly, me looking it up, like, I must not be checking. I'm finding stuff that's, like, from 2018. Really? Yes. You know, that's, I, I you know, and I've been Google searching it, like you said. Are I, you on Twitter? I'm not. Twitter? See, that's the problem. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. understand the Twitter box. Yeah. So it's by you can surf- get messages though from our Twitter page. I still don't understand how to even understand check our how to own messages. So here's here's like it, it just gets it's very crazy, and I, the more I started like looking about like how this whole thing works, it's all clues. So there's this thing called Q, and they're Q map, yeah. and they drop like little hints on things, and then you just go and then you start like investigating what the clues are, and they give right. you there's like a, a code. So capital letters in in the code mean a number. Okay. Or like so there's a whole language to it that you have to kind of understand and figure out but they've put together this whole thing and it goes super deep and basically every conspiracy theory that you've ever heard in your life is all combined in this it's all been a manipulation from the beginning everything that we have ever heard about what aliens are what this planet is gmos vaccines entertainment all of it is a narrative that has created a construct for us to live in, and they've taken it. We've taken it all away now. I don't don't even get started on the Fed. We're, we're not even. We haven't talked about the money system yet, or right. what we're gonna do. Like, I hear people that are actually like freaking out right now. Like, oh fuck! Like, my what are we gonna do about these bills? Or what are we gonna like, guys? There's no bills to pay. <laughs> right. Okay. Nobody's gonna come and fucking take your house away. There's no bills to pay right now. We're all on lockdown. Right. So the only thing you have to worry about is just make sure you can eat. Just make sure you got some clean water. Right. Everything else is going to take care of itself. When we get out of whatever this is that we're going through right now, this economy is going to be unbelievably strong. The people that they are taking down that are they are, and then they're going to pay for their crimes, the amount of wealth that's going to be redistributed to the average person and to this, the people of this earth is going to be 
we can't even think about it right now. Right. So the economy bouncing back, the doing away with the IRS, being done with income taxes forever, having the opportunity to work from home a lot more, be with our families and raise our kids and pursue education in ways that we haven't been able to do before and get rid of these fucking universities and all this other crazy shit that just we waste money on for no reason right. when everybody is discovering that you could learn from home just as easy as you learn from someplace else. So I think that all of the changes that are going to come out of that are all are all amazing when the chemtrails go away and they turn that there's none of that 5G craziness and yeah. they 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 fix the food supply and like all of this shit that was all they they show you the plan there was the I the the plan for depopulization that's all written out very clear in their UN mm-hmm. depopulization plan 2021 or something like that. Right. And this is the opposite. So all of those things that have inherently not felt good, like vaccines. I've had a problem with vaccines for a very long time. Right. I am public, not to say publicly, but much more so privately, but ridiculed for my decision on what I do with my children, Mm. which is not to vaccinate. I've never believed in putting that substance into my kid. It's just not, I've, I've seen too much vaccine injured people for them to tell me it's not real has already made me fucking question the whole thing if you have somebody who's perfectly fine and then you give them something an injection and then the next day it's like you turned off the light switch and you never get them back again what do you think happened there and it happened it happened a lot of times it happened with people that i knew personally and their children that were healthy so to take my own kids and have the opportunity to have the possibility that one day i could turn off that light switch and never get my kid back I can't do it. I could never do it. I just, that's me. I can't do it. I can't live with that. So everyone, well, you'd rather live with them getting this diseases or these diseases. Like I just don't believe personally that it works like that. Right. I don't think I don't. And my kids don't get sick. They don't go to the doctors. They don't have a tremendous amount of issues. So I, I, I think that, I made those decisions for me because I looked at the evidence and I did research and I came to those conclusions. And I'm hoping that at the end of all of this, it proves that that instinct I had inside was right. Right. And that I can spread the things that I've learned and help everybody else that was, wasn't as informed as I was to be informed. Otherwise I'm a crazy fucker. (laughs) Right. Like, because otherwise at the other end of this, it's like, holy shit, man, that guy was way the fuck out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, Well, you gotta. I kind of hope it goes that way. You know, it's. I don't wish bad in the world, but I do wish that this whatever this evil thing is that we're discovering is dealt with in a Judgment Day proportion size event. Yeah, because right? honestly, I think we need a hard reset on the way everybody's living right now and uh, the way life is. I think it just needs to go back, wipe everything out that we've been doing. You know, getting everything all what's fucked up. It's for a long time, what's up has felt like it's down. What's backwards has felt like it's forwards. For for, for, for a right very now. long time, it's felt that way. So it would be comforting to know that it wasn't us that was fucking it up. It was somebody. It was another thing right. that humans aren't bad. We're not bad people. And, um, you know, we get, some of it sounds too organized. Like it's. I was like, man, if if this is really happening, then kudos. Yeah. For being so well organized right? over such a long period of time. And being secretly and, organized. Yeah, and, you yeah, have to be yeah. secretly organized, yeah. which is fucking ten times harder. Yeah. Like, Especially in this day and age, honestly. It has and the only way it could work, the only way is that if the people that are involved are so 
shocked, disgusted, and motivated by what the bad is that they want to. Because this is if it's as bad as they say it is, and what we're about to do happens, it's the saving of humanity. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is the the freeing of humanity in every way, and. When you look at what's going on around the world and why all of a sudden, why are the other governments participating in these quarantines and these lockdowns and everything? It's because the other leaders of the world are all part. The ones that weren't part of this have already been. They're already gone. The ones that are are on our team. And it's all to save humanity collectively across the world. I really believe that. So. It's all about that saving humanity thing and not some other. <laughs> That's what, you know, because the other thing is we're all going to concentration camps, right? True. So which way, which way do you want to fucking believe? Do you want to believe in the fear part of it or do you want to believe in the, the hope part? I choose the hope part. <laughs> half full, half empty glass. I, feel, yeah. <laughs> I choose hope. So. <laughs> oh, and on that note. We got some Florida man news real quick for Victor. <laughs> to, to Completely on another topic. We are never short of a good Florida man story. (laughs) Coming straight from my hometown, Manatee County, Florida. Bradington. Click Orlando. Florida man takes off pants after crashing into car, deputies say. Underage victim witnessing lewd act. So a man got naked from the waist down and made lewd gestures at an underage girl after he crashed into a car she was in. According to Manatee County Sheriff's Office, deputies say that 23-year-old Cody Hicks was driving erratically Friday and crashed into a car with two females inside. After the crash... Fallen. (laughs) Hicks pulled down his pants and underwear while standing in the middle of the street and began touching his penis (laughs) while sticking his tongue out at the witnesses. Hicks is also accused of asking the underage victims if she wanted to participate in a sexual act. I'm pretty sure that was not his words. Because, mm. you know, that's what I always do. <laughs> always ask those girls, do you want to participate in a sexual act? <laughs> Deputies said that Hicks refused, uh, refused to cooperate with the investigation. Would only answer with, I want my lawyer. That usually means and I'm guilty. I want guilty? these girls to touch me. <laughs> In a sexual act. Hmm. When he was asked questions, he was arrested for lewd conduct and uh, and he's charged. Welcome to Florida. Court records show that he entered the plea of not guilty. I'm sure he did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I did everything you say I did. I'm guilty. Take me in. I showed my whacker. Hey, you it. know, prison might be a safe place right now. I don't know. In Florida, it's really easy to get out. I've seen people escape like three or four times when I was there. I've also seen a lot of people whacking off in the middle of the road. That's true. You see that here, though. So yeah. it's <laughs> especially in Florida. I've not seen that. <laughs> I do have. You've never Sometimes I like to stand in my window naked and just like watch cars drive by at night just to see if they're. I was like, it's their fault if they're looking over at me. <laughs> Before we go, I want to yeah. drop a little breaking news on. Oh, you. let's do it. What do we real, got? Real quick, uh, report is coming out. The story about uh, what's really going on with Tom Hanks. Yeah. So what's up with Woody? It's being reported by Gold Coast residents. Gold Coast residents are people of Australia. Right. That they actually witnessed a swarm of Australian federal police police surrounding Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, at Movie World last week, who then roughly escorted the couple off the premises. When a bystander asked why they were being taken away, the officer said it was suspected that they had coronavirus. 
However, the eyewitness reported that no one else in the company had been taken away from for testing. Eyewitnesses reported this appeared to be a quick and coordinated arrest. Further eyewitnesses in the hospital report that Tom Hanks and his wife are still currently in a Gold Coast hospital under heavy police guard. Special contracted medical personnel that are not on the hospital payroll have been administering them. Reports from medical staff that they are getting bloods done, checking for possible adrenochrome tainted with COVID-19 possibly, and that Trump is seeking their extradition to face criminal charges back on U.S. soil. Wow. So that's that's my breaking news. Fucking damn you, fucking Woody. So it at least adds a little context as to what what that is or what's going on there. Right. Um, I don't know what movie world is. It sounds like a movie theater. I think it's a theater. I, but I don't know. I, it's weird that they say no one else in the company had been taken away for testing, but hmm. so I don't know. I have to look in to see what movie world yeah, is. But it that. certainly adds a little context as to why... It's all going down with Tom Hanks. They say in the picture of Tom Hanks, you can see military barcodes in the top corner of the door. Right. That signal that he's actually being in a, he's in a facility right now. So it'll Jeez. be interesting to see what's going on with that. So. Fucking Christ. Well, we're going to have to get you back here at some point and talk Thank about you guys that. for having me. Oh, oh thank you for coming out. Pleasure to, yeah. uh, to see you again. <laughs> I know we spend a lot of the holidays together you know, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Christmas yeah. parties and all that yeah. stuff, you know. It's been too long. <laughs> no, it's good. I liked coming out here, and we definitely have to do this more often. Yeah, so. I, anytime that you feel the need to get on the I like listening to you. It makes me have to talk less. You you can come out here anytime. <laughs> I was we, thinking the same about and, you, man. And you are always invited to come here and stay here anytime you would like. So Well, thank you. Um, let's get to this Vic pick. Vic's going to get out the door. Uh, this is Madonna, like a prayer.
one. That was a Vic pick. Madonna, like a prayer. Thank you again, Mr. Delicious, for coming out, hanging out with us. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Got to hear more about those, not conspiracy theories. We are going to hear about some... Wrestling? Wrestling next time. (laughs) Yeah, we'll call it that. (laughs) Oh, Mon Frere. It's time for Mad Mike Classic. I'm going to play Mad Mike Classic. Okay. And in this time... (laughs) (laughs) Glad you weren't like... No, you thought I was, but I'm not. You want it, but I'm not going to play it. No, this is a classic. And and since we're all worried about being sick and catching some coronavirus, why aren't we uh, concerned about catching Ebola? I met a hairy chimp down in South Zaire Bleeding out her nose and eyes and ears from Ebola Ebola She drooled like a waterfall and started to cough But I was so drunk that I wasn't put off by her Ebola 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 Twenty-two tequilas with salt and lime But I hadn't lived till I tasted the slime of Ebola Ebola Then I heard the barkeep yell last call While before my eyes she was going bald from Ebola 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 Well, we went to the diner and had some eggs And sores busted out all over her legs Her eyes bugged out and they began to pulse As every little nerve of hers began to convulse I'm probably the world's most horniest guy So I got her up to her place Before she died from Ebola 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 She writhed on the floor Like a fish on the dock I was hard as a rock Then she got the dry heat Ah, but that wasn't stopping me I'm just a man in a foreign land In a puddle of goo That was a one-night stand of Ebola Ebola so watch yourself at the 20 shots You might end up sleeping in a big wet spot of Ebola Ebola
was a Mad Mike classic, and I would like to thank Mad Mike for all he does, 40s Man and everything. We will be taking a break with 40s Man for about, well, until this stupid fucking coronavirus thing gets over with. He has lost a lot of work. He is out thousands of dollars because of all of his events. He's a DJ, by the way, just like me, but insane. And he, he and I his wife picked up a job just the other yeah, day. But him but and it's his, not till July twenty right, right, right. fifth. Him and his wife. His wife is a musician too, and she is. They've lost so much of their income for the next two months, like thousands of dollars. People, this is hurting more people than you think. Like, you don't think about the, oh, I can't go out and get a fucking beer at a bar? What about the person who's supposed to be DJing and making his rent payment and all this other stuff that month? You, you gotta remember that it's not just you. It's the people who work. It's the people who, um, you know, rely, honestly, on this stuff to keep them afloat. And I, I, I once again, I, I thank you, Mikey, though. For, and we will be looking forward to when we get 40s Man back on the air. And uh, we will be talking... I want to get him in for an interview at some point, just a regular interview to talk about this stuff. So uh, we're going to work on that at some point. Um, Mon frere, what do you got? Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. You know, the sports world, it's also taking a hit. (laughs) You haven't noticed. (laughs) It's taking a big hit. You know, but sports talk is still on. (laughs) <laughs> and they've been talking <laughs> about sports in about general sports <laughs> because you know that's what they do that's what they do <laughs> hard to talk about sports though when there ain't nothing going on <laughs> ufc did have a about over the weekend in an empty stadium in brazil oh seems to be a lot of empty stadium shit going on these days yep it's funny though the um the most touchy feely of things is still been going on (laughs) while uh you know like soccer matches have all been stopped yeah you know i I think you could have a good soccer match in an empty stadium why not i mean honestly the crowd doesn't make those type of sporting events for me i don't know yeah yeah i could still see somebody play a soccer game i've been to enough fucking peewee shit to fucking but i tell you man uh we might be heading towards armageddon because tom brady is no longer with the New England Patriots. Oh no, he's not. He's not. You know where he is? Is he going to he be on a down. ship somewhere? Yep. Yep. He's going to WrestleMania. <laughs> he's With the going. Gunk. Yep. <laughs> he's headed to Tampa, Tampa Bay. Oh my God. He's going to be a Buccaneer. He's going to be a Buccaneer. Now, now, what's he doing? Is he going to be playing? What's he oh, doing? Oh, absolutely. He's oh. going to be the quarterback. Oh no. Of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They must have offered him a shitload of money. No, well, I think it's like $30 million or something like that. Well, you plus know. he gets out of New England and lives in Florida. You know yep. <laughs> so he is actually leaving New England. He's Patriots fans. Tired of the rain. You know, it's going to be tough for him. It it's going to be tough. Can Bill Belichick do it? You're going to find somebody Bill. else to cheat with him? You know, so he yeah, can do that? Without, without Tom. I think that they can. Awesome. I don't like them. No. But I think that they'll still end up winning games. I think as cheating never stops just because your quarterback changes. Just... <laughs> they had a fine year with Matt Castle. Yeah. You know, when, when uh, Tom Brady went down with a knee injury a couple years back. Now, I am not a Buccaneers fan, so how are they? Um, They're okay. They yeah. have some very good weapons on offense. Okay. Uh, they got 
Chris Godwin, who's an amazing three- or four-year receiver. Okay. They got a veteran who might be on his way out, but Mike Evans, who was one of probably the best receivers in football. Okay. They got a couple tight ends there that are very good. Their running game yeah, needs a lot of work. Yeah. Defense needs a lot of work, but they have a lot of offensive weapons. So if Tom can still step up and throw the ball, Tampa Bay might look like a team now, contending again this year. they have a good defense? Yeah, that's where that's where they... they because he's going to need it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where they... Uh, they stumble on a good defense. Mm, see, because uh, a quarterback like him needs a good defensive end. Like, a tell you though, man, it's weird when you go to ESPN. They do not have much going on. Like, nope. ESPN went home. Yeah, <laughs> they're owned by Disney. They don't give a shit. <laughs> no, they went home. Like Disney, Disney will still operate, you know, behind the scenes, do their thing. But it's weird when I see ESPN. Like, they they don't yeah. have anything up. They don't have any reporting going it's, it's on. It's kind of hard when you ain't got no events going on. Yeah. It's, <laughs> You know, it's not like WWE where they can keep running highlight packages and fill out three hours. It's not how, you know, there's only so many times you can see somebody throw a football. or. A it fucking... looks like Todd Gurley's going to the Falcons. Really? Yep. Okay. Barnwell grades huh? biggest deals. Saints keep spending. Oh, what do we oh. got here? Oh, we got work schedules. Oh. He's got a schedule right. coming yeah, in. Yeah, no, no. Work's, work's crazy, man. I got to be, uh, I got to say this, actually, while I, you know, I didn't bring this up before. But uh, the company I work for, Deconic mm. Biosciences, you know we're uh, we're on the cutting edge of this thing. You know we need to uh, we provide laboratory animals for testing for pharmaceutical companies, right. um, everything like that around the world. And uh, this was a statement just released today okay. at nine o'clock. So uh, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll just read this yeah. pretty quick. Rensselaer, New York, March twenty twenty. Globe Newswire, Deconic Bioscience is a global leader in providing drug discovery animal model solutions, announces support to the global COVID-19 research effort via the Coronavirus Toolkit featuring relevant models and services. You know, um, we have an animal called the ACE2, which is going to be, it actually talks about it. The toolkit includes several models. One example is the ACE2 knockout mouse available to Deconic throughout our Whoa. partnership with the Inventor Lexicon Pharmaceuticals. ACE2 knockout mice is used to study acute respiratory distress syndromes, or ARDS. How do you breed mice to do this? Oh, this is what we do. No, we, I mean, like, we, specifically, we, how do you... I, that's, I've always been curious about this. Is it the breeding of them for specific different things? Like, do you guys take different breeding? Yes, we can... Well, what Deconic does is we genetically engineer models. Right. Where they will... Create a mouse by removing genes, right? Breeding it with other types of mice that show symptoms of this, symptoms of that. They can, in, in you know, they provide some. Uh, this is outside of my line yeah, of yeah, work, yeah, yeah, of course. But, but where you know, in other locations, they surgically inject animals with things. So they take things away, and through different breeding schemes okay. over sometimes years, yeah. yeah. You know, we start with a back cross with two inbred strains of mice, okay. and slowly but surely, it becomes the model that the customer's looking for. Okay, so I was going to say, theoretically, theoretically, you guys could inject the mouse with the coronavirus and then work a serum? I'm not sure. I can't answer that question. Because that's why I say, I, yeah, theoretically, of course, it's, I don't know what these scientists do. All I know is my boy here... 
breeds their experimental mice. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so, I really uh, need to learn more about that because I. Uh, yeah, so Deconic and Lexicon have partnered to scale production of the strain with subsidized distribution to researchers worldwide. The okay. second example is a genetically humanized um, HLA model. Okay. Which, uh, which is better able to model the human vaccine response compared to a standard mouse. Right. It's a humanized mouse. It's basically engineered to have the same genes as we have really mice are surprisingly close to our same genetic well, code yeah, I our dna much code i've seen mice with ears fucking well that's like, completely yeah that's that but i mean they take it that's the thing They're, the everybody everybody always it. likes to go to the ear on a rat hey man that shit was a <laughs> fucking great picture <laughs> and finally taconic like is one of the only of the few companies in the world which can provide humanized immune system mice on really? scale which carry human immune cells in a mouse. Beyond models, Deconic's uh, colony management solutions also offer relief to laboratories faced with restrictions, staff reductions, temporary closure. Cryopreservation is going to become a big part of what they are doing. We offer, at a highly competitive price, of course, to ensure the security and valuable genetic modification models for the future. As research uh, property priorities change, Deconic also encourages researcher, researchers to consider custom model generation as a path to move research forward without requiring extensive internal human resources. Hmm. Deconic has the, has the most comprehensive, fully licensed gene modification toolkit in the industry. And... I, I gotta, I gotta give big props to the leadership of this company right now because, um, you know, we are, we've been able, we've been given the, 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 everybody is still working. Yeah. And that was something that a lot of our employment was very scared about. I know you were worried about it for a minute. Yep. Yep. And you know, they, they are doing everything they can to keep people going to work, being at work. We're taking every precaution that we can, well, you know, so, uh. You know, I hope to see that this is a big part of what's going on right now. I was going to say, you guys have a very important business. So yeah, you... so it's one of the, you know, and being just just working with animals, you know, we have to we have to um, follow follow the procedures, right? And those procedures, you know, for uh, is is our, our goal. Our first and foremost goal is to provide you know good care to the animals, right? And that's that's what we're doing. Well, that's good, man. So I'm glad to see that your your business there, your 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 work is is trying to take care of its employees for one. That's yeah, they're taking care of their employees and providing a service to help this fucking outbreak thing yep. going. Um I never ethically back in the day, I never thought that testing on animals was a good thing. But now that I realize that we can't get along without testing on certain animals, you know, for, for like diseases and, and, you know, all this other stuff for vaccines and, um, but we sure as hell can eat them. We can, we can, <laughs> we right. can breed them for feed, but not right. to help your, fa- you know, yeah, not to help the, the, uh, the continuation right. and advancement and research and research. Right now, now, you but know, I ain't putting no goddamn lipstick on them. <laughs> no lipstick, no blush. No, nope. we made it look pretty. <laughs> 
Oh, so uh, that's what's what's going on in the news, man. And and and, and disease taconic like that. Big ups to Conic Farms. That's all I gotta say. Big ups. To you Conic Biosciences. We are no longer a farm. Oh, you're no longer farms. Okay, we are see? not a farm. See, I see how old I am. I fucking back remember when they were, you know, just called them the Rat Factory. Yeah. But the- Mouse House. <laughs> mouse House. That's Disney now. You get sued for saying that. <laughs> That's the House Mouse. Oh man. So, uh, well, basically, we've come to the end. Yeah. Yeah, we have. We have. Uh, and uh, I'd like to give a little shout out to some Twitter followers here before we get out of here. Ken Douglas, Soapbox Sports, Worcester 182, XP Tanny, and Just DIY Decor. Thank you for following us on the Twitter box. One uh, day I might figure this all out. One day Zane might. I might have to sit down with him and have a... I don't even get half of it, so but much. what I do understand... So much. I should be able to pass on the info. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Vic, for stopping out, man. Yeah, man. Um, really thank really you, Vic. It. Every Appreciate day. what you're doing. Nikki Sombrero recover. She is sitting at home right now. Uh, she just had uh, you know, a bunch of gastro problems and all this other good stuff. So she is medicated up sitting at home. Dottie, you're going to be in our thoughts, our prayers. Yes. yes. Um, we'd like to thank uh, everybody, man. Can whoever, you know, uh, Chelsea Sulky, Alyssa Coulter. Yeah, man, check them uh, out. They're doing, they're doing live, live streams on live Facebook. Streams on Facebook. Um, you know, everybody's taking a big hit. They can't leave now, you know. Um, again, Mike Colvin, thank you. A lot of big did. ups to those people on the front lines. You know, those uh, minimum wage, uh, yeah. grocery store, cash register. Who are? Uh, I, yo, man, that, that's I, I feel that that's the scariest place you could go right now. Because yeah, going to a grocery store is scary as hell. Anywhere where you have to handle money or money is being around a lot is a bad spot to be That's, in. Yeah, man. So every one of those cashiers, I'm like, my God, this is this is where I'd be afraid to be working right now. Right, exactly. Because yeah. you're touching things and not everybody, you know, is hygienic. <laughs> I hate to say it. Um, wash your hands, people. That's all I got to say. Wash your hands and Repeatedly. say your prayers, cause God, or yeah, cause germs and Jesus That's right. are germs. everywhere. Germs and Jesus is everywhere. Words of wisdom from Elzane. Can, can I? Can I play us out? Sure, you can. Here we go.